back to the Shuvah Tzvan Haggis. So, I have our regular writers and listeners of Rami. Rami's on center of Shiloh from his friend. I think somebody started asking this during the discussion of Don Benesina. Don Benesina is nice if we go back to every couple of months. Well, I'll finish with it. And uh, the question is, why did the Chanim just wait till he woke his father up, till his father woke up, actually, he didn't wake his father up. His father's going to sleep, take a nap, an hour, two, three. Obviously, it was a rare enough gem that it wasn't Benitsa, so probably took him a few hours to get to his house. I don't know where the Chanim started off from, but uh, Ashkelon is not that close to the line. So once he made the trip, why not wait? I think the push-up shot is they didn't think he was serious. It was almost too good to be true. There aren't that many people, certainly by Akum, that are going to go to that level of keep it of aim and give up this type of money. So they offered him 600000 and he said, sorry, I can't do it. My father's sleeping. They probably didn't know what to make of it. Either he's at Tzadik Yisraelim in this regard, or he's not serious and there was a lame excuse. They want to wait, wait, wait around uh, five hours and find out that uh, it was a lame excuse and that he didn't really want to sell it. Talking about one of the Avnei Achishin, and it was very <coughs> pressing to fill in this Chayshin. So, I think uh, had they been 100% clear that he was serious, they probably would have waited. Partial drop, but if anybody has any other ideas, I'm certainly open to it. They got it somewhere else. We know they did. <laughs> because they came back last, next year only because they had a paraduma issue. They didn't come back for the chesion. You think that they would go there first or something? To go to Roy seems like a second choice. Whatever. They uh, were more aggressive in letting the word out that they were looking for it and they maybe made a higher offer. But, or maybe it was inferior quality. Maybe he had the best stone. Yeah, although the key to the safe was on the father's pillow. I don't think they got a look at it. Well, so I don't think they knew. The first place. No, they know that this guy deals in it. Uh, a friend from 47th Street said, uh, I've seen him on the, in the club, and uh, you know, and uh, check it out. But they, they weren't going to wait around another five hours. You say, well, it took a while to get there. How long is he going to sleep? But uh, I think they didn't think it was uh, that plausible. Uh, they certainly weren't convinced and on the suffix that I'm going to wait around. That's the push-up shot. Okay, go back to your Chubas von Hugges. We were wrapping up the Arena Kaparis Mishkava. Sternbach here makes a very powerful point. He also agrees that it doesn't mean you're inviting to take some of his schar v'aynish, aynish in this case, because, again, as Amesha said, either it can't be done or you're not mechrif to do it. Sternbach agrees that it's l'kavid ba'alma. He says that the Pashup shot is, besides the covet aspect, is that there are many things you can do to take a cool down Gehenna and save him or her from the need for the Einish, many practical things, and it's here to serve us a reminder that if you don't do it, then the Einish could be Chal. And therefore, it's supposed to be a motivating factor. And if you start reading the second paragraph from the page in front of you, Kaddish. 
you should be looking for schusim. Sakadish, everybody knows. It's a wonderful schusim. Men yesh me rabba and all the other armains are gavaldic, but it doesn't stop there. Lomba mishnayas lost a stock lahitiv. It's my stuff to do tshuva. Zawachain davagadam oidam moil lahakal tsar avib begehenim begadaymer. For the mother or the father, simply because they brought you into the world, even if they didn't train you, even if they weren't machanachiyu, and if they were, certainly so. And they made you what you are, and they helped you grow up, and they helped you adjust. And all that gave you the ability to function and do mitzvahs and learn and daven, and that accrues to their account if you capitalize on it. It's an amazing investment, and it's residual, constant dividends. We spoke out uh, the famous guy in the Yerma Dina Godova Naira. There's a Yerma Dina Chameh on the direct things you did or didn't do. Bain Latay, Bain Lamutiv. And then there's the great computer in the sky. It keeps calculating and running and running and running for the children, grandchildren, friends, chavruses, all the people you must be on the Teva or Chasashalom in the other direction. And all their mitzvahs and Mason Teva, Moderides, all the people they affected, which is why I use the uh, euphemism of the computer. Only Kaviyacho can keep these calculations because they're Dakas Dick and they're in the trillions. Chafas Chaim's famous Moshe that he was very upset when they came out with the record player because it was a sign that we didn't have a Muna. And the only way to make it tangible so we can understand that Hashem is recording and that we should be careful and try to erase the recording and Yom Kippur for the bad parts is by making a record player. So how lower our Muna must be where we have recorders, record players are gone. We have digital recorders and we have cameras and we have Big Brother watching us. And everything is recorded wow. even when we don't know what? The cloud. The cloud, right? Even yes. when we don't know if it's being recorded. It's a scary yes. thing. So our level, we need all this to help us understand Ayin Roya. And the fact that this marshal about, can you imagine the Cheshbenis? That millions and millions of people, everybody affecting everybody else, everybody's so intertwined. And every time you say a good word, you cheer somebody up, you get them involved in the mitzvah, you get up to David, you get anything you do, any chesed you do affects... Ultimately, millions and millions of people, and these cheshbenes keep running until the end, where everything is tallied up. So we can begin to understand, due to our low amuna, that we now have computer chips that can run devices that store billions of pieces of information. Malkosh Baruch Hu was doing that all along. He's just showing us that it can be done and is being done. A very powerful idea. And Sadiq, um, no doubt, when he heard me saying this, just ran out because he's afraid I would make honorable mention of him. He's bereft from the covet. But uh, to harness the technology so we should understand this, the Pele is that uh, Schoenbach is pointing out that the Arenas Kaparis Meshkavah is about to say is very real if Chatzashalom person doesn't utilize this opportunity. Local Tsar Avib Gehenim Gedeva, first word lines Gehenim. Makabal Atzma Shimla Yifal Kanal Yavalav Rash, Uroy Lava Alaviv. And he deserves it, Taka. He doesn't have to take anshi. He just does good things, and that will be mekel in the Gehenna of the parents. I could do something, they should get a kapar in a positive way. But if he tries to do the best he can, he or she... So I thought that was a beautiful way to tie in both sides of the Machlekes to make it a very tangible shot. 
Next paragraph. Ain Bamiras Harenika Paras Mishkavim Shuk Kabbalas Einish Shalav Vivalatsma. He's not the Makabal, the Einish that would come. El Hatsara Al Anhaga Haroi Bazar. Reminder, a declaration of what he can do. Shamachri Shahavasa Lifa Luchaparas Aviv, that it's his Tachlis to do mitzvahs for himself, but also for his parents, and goes to the grandparents and all the people who got him here. If he doesn't do his fullest, top line. And this is heavy musr. It's a very, no one's perfect. Everybody has a various mitzvahs, they're trying their best, but they have to understand it's not just for their neshama, it's for their parents and grandparents and all the people who made this happen. And if they fall short, if they don't have Rachmanus on their own Nisham, at least have Rachmanus on their parents and their grandparents. Like people, like people understand this. They, they wouldn't, uh, wouldn't bother scrutinizing their own action and they say, yeah, I do that anyway, but for my kids, okay, that's better than nothing. But now it's not only for the kids, it's for the parents. And the grandparents, the great-grandparents. Once you're doing it, by the way, for your kids and your parents, you must do it for yourself also, by the way. Kadai, it's your Elam Haba also. Zuito Chacha Magula, top line. Leitzim Shein Degel Arem Lachadon Lachamisa. Mestapkin Bekasha and Mekadish Mestalakashats, which is a nice start. I say Kadish, actually it's Eber. And that's their whole, which is Mesiris Nefesh for the year they're doing it. Valeim Laharbis Pestaka, the real money, the real schar here, is Staka, the real Staka, as we learned for about a year. And the Sugi before the previous one is Hachzakas Teirah. And that's not a Chiddush, the Chavaz Chaim says that. Maisim Teivim, Malimad Ateri, Lizar Beyesi, Lekasha Bechait, staying away from Avera, being Marbiz Teirah, Machzik Teirah, Zu Teivik Dei Lahirim Lachamisa, Ubra Mazaka Abba, Makayim Ezeh, Mitzvah Kibbutah, Vehim Lachamisa, Kim Mitzvasa. And that is the real way to do it, at the same for Mainush. And therefore, if that's not done, then we begin discussing the Iranian Kaparis Meshkava. Does it deserve an Einish for not doing it? And the sky's the limit on this. We're going to get into, I hope, before the summer, when we're supposed to end the sugi for now. Doesn't mean I won't come back to it in 10 years from now. But uh, there is a decision-making process in stock in general, and when people are doing things, really nishmas their parents, there's a lot of good things you could do. The question is, what, where, how? These are real questions. I get them all the time. Sivasevatera, and yeshivas, and kailim, and... Fighting for the Amud, a good fight, you know. That's a you know, real uh, screaming and yelling. Obviously, that's, if you step back for a moment, that's a little ridiculous. Maybe more than a little ridiculous. On the other hand, just uh, give it up. Stam might be a zilzul on the covered. There's a balance in between before you take off your gloves. There is a way to figure it out. It should be Nagea way after Meave Esrim. Don't be going to too many of these halachas, but obviously the uh, end goal here is to make a Kiddush Hashem Shemaim and to generate as many schism for the parents and ancestors as you can. Okay, we're going to give out the next copy. Yes. He's saying two things. He's saying whatever you do is a kapara for them because it lightens the Einish, which is certainly true. You can't argue on his last point. You're here, all the mitzvahs do, and the kash and the davening and all the stuff is lightening the Einish. 
He's just saying the Lushan is trying to tie it in with Rashi. Rashi says it's like taking the Yiddish, it means that's the next step if you didn't do the right thing. That's how he's tying it to Rashi. His first answer was like Ramesha, that the whole thing means Kavit Ba'alma. The question is, did Rashi mean that or not? That was our discussion before. But his last point is not really disputable. It's the main tool is not necessarily to ask for the Einish, which again, many hold is impossible anyway, and something that's too daunting to be asked for regular people. The process is that the person doing mitzvahs anyway, he should focus on trying to do it for his parents, and you'll say, well, he's doing it anyway, why is that extra schad? The answer is often, when the person feels the achrayas doing it for parents or children, they'll be more motivated. And, that could, and then it, it indeed is a schad for the parents. And by nature, even if it doesn't have them in mind, whatever he's doing is a function of his parents bringing him here and hopefully uh, guiding him. Yeah, so Shtambo doesn't hold that. He says that in the first line. He holds that like a measure, clearly. He says that that part is only covered by Alma, and we would not require them to do it. Ramesha sounds like he's saying Shat and Rashi. Ramesha's not arguing in Rashi. Yeah, it's just harder to read. It's easier to read the Betel, Chop, and Rashi, but Ramesha knows that. He starts off the Tuva saying, This is the Gemara, this is Rashi. What do we do with this? So we're all recognizing that the Gemara sounds not so, but. He has many, many rayas that that can't be. That's the, that's the issue. Okay, next uh, subtopic is, it's even more complicated, uh, very real life. I, I, I'd love to say I get none of these shaylas or any facsimile thereof. I'd love to say that. Unfortunately, I can't because that would be an untruth. <laughs> so... We're going to see the next uh, two, which sort of go hand in hand. The second one's worse than the first. Uh, Zilverstein did us a favor and wrote them up, both his case, the question he posed to Abba Yashiv, and the answer, and we will discuss it. And again, you would, uh, the people here who, Baruch Hashem, never heard of such a thing, will say, this is really a shayla? Well, apparently it was. They asked Zilverstein, and I've received this also. As a matter of fact, I'm in the middle of one with someone. And as I always tell you, it's never coincidence. I get the Zaini Yashailas when I'm saying them over in Shir. And then I get them in real time to, to be able to say that, uh, yes, this is very real. And the underpinnings of what's going to drive the Truva are very instructive based on many of the rules we learned already. So some of this should be uh, at least uh, sounding familiar and applicable. Let's see, Reish, pay test, page one. As you see from the title, Ima. Ima Grusha Omeris. Okay, Ima Grusha already means we have a problem. Uh, as you might have suspected, sometimes when there's a divorce, unfortunately, there's some residual animosity between the husband and his ex-wife. No, can't be. You're looking at me like... Uh... So that's the first piece of bad news, is that sometimes there's some residual animosity. The second piece of bad news is that Sometimes, not only is there some residual animosity, there's actual, actually a lot of it in open warfare. Third piece of um, other news is that sometimes it's so bad it becomes a serious shayla, like the one you're about to see. Ima hagrusha Shem Yasmin is So, good news, I always like to say good news. Good news is we have a new chasan here on the page. It's getting married, Bishotov Matzlachas. Bad news is his parents are divorced, 
the good news is, I'll zigzag a little bit so you don't get depressed. Good news is his father got remarried very quickly to a wonderful lady. And he's very happy. Bad news is his mother didn't. So you can imagine what's coming. So uh, the mother is bringing him up, doing a good job. Uh, father has a relationship with him, which is nice. Even helping him out a little financially, which is not going to make or break this particular shy, but it will in the next one. And uh, the rest we'll see right now. Ruvain is Garish Mishto Miyad Lachar Gershin is Khatim Vachai Benimim. This means wonderful second marriage. Mishto Rishana Gidla's Banash, she got custody of the kid. Veloy his Khatna Shuvan, she did not remarry. Haben Nimsa Bakshar Taim Gamal Imaviv, which is nice visitation, he has a somewhat uh, good relationship, doesn't sound like he sees him too often, but Pamba Pam Nifka Shime sees him once in a while, the Gama Ava is love except and the father helps out once in a while as well. So, he got engaged he invited his father and the father made it quite clear why he thought the new wife would not be included well I guess he's with the program because he was 100% right probably heard some rumbling and he said just want you to know I'm very happy for you and I really plan on joining the chasna but I'm married my wife's coming with me you're all I have. It's going to destroy my chasna. going to get sick. My blood pressure is going to go up. And who knows what else? As I'd say, you couldn't make this up. Uh, but this is real. Um, now, in this particular tshuva, your gut reaction is probably correct. Mu, anybody here want to venture a gut reaction? What? Uh, which, which, I got three gut reactions here in four different directions. What? Elope. Elope? No. That's not going to be one of the answers. Very imaginative, but uh, no. Uh, so we're going to do even better than that, but you're getting warm. Uh, we feel very bad for this is real. We're not even challenging her, her real or imagined issue, which is imagined but now is real and it can affect blood pressure. Well, I'm not second-guessing that. This is a real problem. She's really afraid she's going to say we're not doubting that part. Problem is, can a person in any area, which affects keep it up aim in a severe way over here, has the potential to, can a person claim, well, I have issues and I'm jealous and I didn't get over this. I'm not blaming her for any of this. It's part of the part of the process, and I don't know if his second wife is an isolated, she started up with her, she didn't start up with her, it's not really important over here. Lamaisa, I'm going to assume, this is an eighth on the S.O. Zilberstein, so I'm going to make an assumption over here, which is important for the story, I'm going to make an assumption, it's separate seating. And there's a machitza of dancing. So you'll say, how does that help? The new wife is on the same side of the machitza. Okay, my second assumption is, I, I said the first part, but she doesn't have to see her ex. Okay. She has to see her maybe during the chuppah. You can, it's a big room, you can look the other way. My second assumption is there are 400 people at this chasna, and a lady side of 200 people, and she doesn't necessarily have to be schmoozing with this lady. Okay, she knows that, I know that, you know that. She still knows she's going to see her, and maybe even take pictures together somehow, although today Photoshop can do wonders for these scenarios. You just put everybody in afterwards. If we could do that and save an hour and a half after the chuppah, before the first dance, we'd be better off, but that's a different schmooze. And she knows she's going to see her, and she's saying that she has an issue with the blood pressure and who knows what else, and she brought up the kid, and she can't come. 
we feel very bad, but well, the gut reaction should be that you can't come, but you're the source of the problem, even though we're not blaming you. And gotta learn some mochavis lavovas and mesias sharm and get over it. Shar bitochen, shar whatever. Pick pick a parak or two and uh, and uh, get with the program. I'm sure she's a nice lady. I'm sure everybody's nice. These these things happen. So that's going to be a correct uh, reaction because all the Yosha will agree, and we'll see in a moment. The problem is, is that the poor son has a mother and a father. So no. You guys uh, have enough information. What's the deal when they're married and the father wants something and the mother wants something and they're both legitimate, both requests. This, you could tell is not legitimate. But even if it was, so you could start talking about a Sheba to the father, maybe yeah, maybe not. I don't know if that would fly over here because it might not be legitimate. When they're divorced, then they're both on an even playing field. And the kid has a problem here because he doesn't want to disinvite anybody. And the father said he's not coming if his wife can't come and the mother said she's not coming if she comes. Interesting enough, she didn't even say that about her ex. We're going to get to that in the next chuva. Yes. I mean, do, can't we say that just just as much as as, as the ex the, as the his mother is the as is that's the shaila. Why does the father have to bring her? They have, there's a machitza here, which is why I preface that I mean, as well. He's not going to see her anyway. And it okay. might be cynical to think so, but it might it might be that if the if, if that's if that's the principle that he's standing for, He might be doing it out of spite also. I'm not saying he's an angel either, but the pashas is going to be, and Rabbi Yosha will agree with this is that it's perfectly normal for a husband who's remarried not to leave his wife at home, and that can create a shalom bias for him, which he doesn't have to give in to. And she is saying she can't get over this, and she's going to get the high blood pressure and get dizzy. We feel bad for everybody, but Lomaisa, why is that her ex-husband's problem? Can you imagine? I mean, forget Hilchus Lashon Hara, which is a disaster over here. Lashon Hara, Achilles... Husband's going to say, uh, okay, I'll be home late, late tonight. Say, Why? She is going very late. Anything else doing? Nothing much. Okay, he's not going to get away with that. He's going to be caught lying. Okay, what's the next option? Well, I do have a chasna, actually. Who? Mm, somebody I know from way back. What is he going to say? So he's going to have to say, my son's getting married, and my ex is really hard to get along with, as I found out over the years. And you're about to find that out now, and you can't come. <laughs> How's that going to go over? She's very nice. At least I think she'll say, you know what? I don't want to cause problems. I'll stay home and say to him, you go. But apparently the husband doesn't feel either that's going to work or doesn't feel that he has to have the design of walking in without his wife if he doesn't got married. Either one. He's not, he's not mechuyiv. I'll let Rabbi Yoshev say that. Uh, but that's what's at stake over here. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. That's an interesting addition. It's the stepmother. It's the stepmother anyway. It's not really an added problem because the reason, without being Darish, time to cry too much, he's to the stepmother because the covenant of his father. Well, we don't have to guess over here because the father said, this is my covenant's sake and I'm not coming better. It's really the same thing, but he's just adding for good measure. It's lack of keep it off, and there's a separate for a stepmother, and you're violating it. So, uh, what do you do? Short answer to a complicated question. Absolutely didn't want to take it upon himself. Remember, these uh, cases sound wild. I've dealt with all these, and then some, and Absolutely even more so. And the stakes here are keep it of aim, and that's chamurus uh, shebe chamurus. 
besides Machlekes Lashonara and many other things. So he decided he's going to ask Shver. Rabbi Yashav said, quite clearly, you have to do as normal. You've got to invite your mother and your father, and you've got to invite your father with his wife. She's not right. We're not saying she's not normal. Whatever jealousy, insecurity, whatever's causing this, she's not right. She has to be able to go to Hasna with a few hundred people, or even 20 people, and get along. The father did the right thing. He has a chid to get married. and got remarried, and he's happily married, Baruch Hashem. You can't canass him. And now that he's married, Ramesh assumes that Rabbi Yoshev, that he should be bringing his wife. Take some tranquilizers. Basically what he said, whichever, whichever brand works. You were suggesting something similar? And blood pressure? You said something like that. So Abiyashu said it. That's a rare, how often Abiyashu will say something like that. But saying if you can't deal with it, if you haven't perfected your this yet, you're human, okay. I'm not going to judge you on that. You need to survive for the next uh, eight hours. So take something. But the husband uh, is right for wanting to bring his wife, and the son should not get stuck in this crossfire. And he has to invite uh, the people he's supposed to invite. <coughs> I've had this with um, grandparents. I've had this with... This cuts across on all sorts of um, interesting, uh, sorry, scenarios. And you basically have to figure out what you leave my first, and you have to figure out who has the kayachatayna? And I had this in a situation where somebody was, um, let me say this delicately, somebody was a ba'avled, you say a Yiddish word, and people know what it means, they figure it out good, if not, then I'm safe. Somebody's ba'avled by a, um, a parent figure in their childhood, and they didn't want to invite them to the chasna. This same case, but in a different... Uh, this time the child was asking not to invite. And they called me after I knew about the situation, went to it in detail, and they had a heter not to invite that step-parent. It happened to be a stepfather, and um, made it clear the mother's invited, but he's not. At the end, he was invited, but they weren't going to say hello, and they say the other side of the work something out, but clearly ignoring them. And there it was warranted, because they did something wrong, the kid had serious emotional scars, and as we said before, there's no chiv, keep it up, I'm a real parents in that situation, rare, but there is such a psak, and certainly for a stepfather, which is on a lower level. This is the easier of the two tshuvas. Rach Sadi we'll get to tomorrow night, so um, don't read ahead this time, because uh, you're going to misunderstand it. We'll get to it tomorrow night, Mr. Shem.